Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. As God works in every season, God works in every season. And on this, uh, on our picture there, as far as the first one, we see spring. We see summer, we see fall and winter. Because we know that in the natural, every season has its own unique change. I say every one of them. I thank God for our out-of-town guests that are members, my children. I see you up there. (laughs) God is so good. Aren't we glad to see our family? I'm especially glad when I see the youth and they come back and the youth and how the youth, how they're involved. Like Brother James is very involved, does a wonderful job with our media. That's why you enjoy the beautiful pictures that go with these sermons. Amen. And we have the scriptures there. But God is at work, praise God. And I looked at our first verse. And it said, "'Tis, well, let me just give you my thing first. "'Tis the season to be jolly, and yours may not be. "'At this time of the year is the darkest for many. "'Joy is coming. "'Life may not have been fair, "'but God works even in the night seasons.'" Some of the medical uh, literature says this, that some of the people that come in with depression during the holidays more than they do at any other time of the year. What I'm looking at, though, in our first scripture is in, in Psalm 16:7, King James Version. Say, I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel, my reigns, also instruct me in the night seasons. When I looked at that word, and I was, it was late in the night. I mean like one of those early mornings. You know how I take me and God hang out. And, and I looked at that night seasons. That's why we're going to talk more. That's what we're going to look at is the night seasons and what David was referring to. And David had some things going on in his life, much like we have. And we realize that it's not just the Christmas season. It's the season you're in in your life. Somebody said my life. Not talking about somebody else's, but at this particular time of prayer, you know, every one of us, even at this time when I minister, you're going through some type of season. And sometimes it might even be a night season, and you'll see that when we look down more as far as the definition. We, when I looked at it, I said, oh, revelation knowledge. <laughs> Realize this is nothing new to God. I had looked at these things and how David had waited and waited and how he had gone through things. David was being sought after by Saul. Saul was the king that was anointed by God. And Saul had sought so many times to kill David. David had an opportunity that he could have put him out. 
But David said this. He said, I'll not touch that which God has anointed. Amen? And David actually waited. God told David he was going to be king when he was a young man. And, 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 and David waited 15 years. I said 15 years passed before David became king. And when David was here praying, I realized he realized that it was a night season. Some things you go through not going to be done with overnight. Everything that, that happens that you want to happen all of a sudden. I said, now David spent 15 years in this type of a season. Amen. And I looked at it. It's not just bad people that go through night seasons. Amen. You say, well, what is a night season? Well, a night season is a time when you've been praying and believing and nothing's happened. A night season is when you feel alone and forgotten. A night season is when you've been waiting on healing and it seems like the symptoms have not changed. A night season is when you look at your finances and it looks like that bank book is never going to balance. A night season is when you still had met Miss Wright or Mr. Wright. <laughs> Y'all don't want to talk about that. We'll go on past. Amen. For some of us, it's done. It's a done deal. Say, it's a done deal. <laughs> Come on, married folks. It's a done deal. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yo, we're going to have to speak up, Pastor. You like you get to go louder for the rest of the group. <laughs> Amen. But there are some people that are in seasons, and you've done all you know to do, and nothing has changed. Somebody said night season. Night season is when you're growing up. <laughs> I mean, you can, we can go back a while. When you're growing up and you didn't have everything you wanted for Christmas. Somebody informed you that Santa Claus had a wreck. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Somebody may have had a night season when in college when you needed to make that next grade just to stay in there. Amen. Somebody may have gone through some death, and somebody may have gone through loss, but I tell you, that's a night season. And I say good people can go through night seasons. And we wait on God during these night seasons. And for somebody this year, Christmas is a night season on top of a night season. My, my, my. And, and they find that this season is unbearable. And the enemy has twisted the best thing God has done to us and for us, a celebration of love, and it made people feel unlovable. Psalm 16, 7 said, I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the night season. Well, what else did he say in John 8, 12, NIV? 
when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Amen. You know, God worked right there at the nighttime. When he gave the message of Jesus' birth, it was at night. Somebody say at night. And it's so ironic that the light of the world's birth was announced in the darkest of the night. Amen. And so we see these things happening, but Jesus said that he was the light. And these things that we see God doing, that he can work out everything in your life. Amen. When things aren't working out and you can't, you can feel like you're going in the wrong direction. <coughs> Anybody feel like you ever felt like you were going in the wrong direction? Amen, anyhow. When things aren't working out and, and you feel like, well, did I take the right sign? And God said, all I ask you to do is to follow me. Amen. John 10, 10 says this, the thief comes to steal and destroy, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. The only way we're going to have life to the full is to have it in God. Amen. Praise God. We know this, though, that that scripture says this in Psalm 35. He said, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for lifetime. Weeping may endure for a night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you've been through. God said weeping can only what endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. You say, why you say that? Because attached to this night season, there's a time that God will have day in your life. In God, a good God. So we see that our story doesn't end in the night season. Amen? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, the night is temporary. It's temporary pain. His temporary loneliness. Amen. You know what we got to realize is this, is that God, if we allow him, writes the last chapter of our life. I said, God is writing the next chapter of your life, and all God wants for you and I to do is turn the page. You say, what happens, Pastor Ella, if I don't turn the page? If you don't turn the page, you're not going to know what God wants for you next. If you don't turn the page, you're not going to know the rest of the story. <laughs> How many want God to praise God to write the end of this story? And if you allow God to write the story, you got to refuse to stay on the page of grief, the stage of hurt, the, the page of loneliness, you got to turn the page. Look at your neighbor said, turn the page. Praise God. And we know that if we turn the page, we are one step from our destiny. Somebody said one step. Praise God. Because, see, 
God knows how to bring light into darkness. What is your next outline, Pastor Ella? Well, God works the night shift. <laughs> so, Teresa, I told you I was going to talk about you for a minute. She just got off a night shift. And for you that don't know, that's 11 to 7. <laughs> and her shift might have started from 7 to 7. All I know is nighttime. I remember the night shift. We used to work swing shifts when we were with the government. I don't know how they came up with that idea because you didn't know when you were coming or going. But the night shift was especially hard because she had to flip her day, her, her circadian rhythms. When you get used to eating breakfast at a certain time, lunch and then supper, she got to flip this thing. Then all of a sudden on the day off, she got to flip back again. Now, now, they say this is not always good for you, but let me tell you something. She made it here this morning. Somebody give her a hand. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Guess who didn't sleep last night, though, during the night shift? Guess who doesn't sleep during the night shift? God doesn't sleep. Amen. In Psalm 121, three, uh, the fourth chapter, three through the fourth verse says, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Somebody better be happy. God doesn't even take a nap. <laughs> if God took a nap, he might miss something. God doesn't need a nap. I need two or three naps, praise God. Right now, I got up kind of early. I can't wait to have a nap. <laughs> God is so good. I'm so glad he said, you, you can go to sleep, Ella. You can go to sleep out there because, see, God's not going to take a nap. And he works the night shift. What does that mean in, this night, in these night seasons? In the night seasons of your life, God is not taking a nap. Amen. I remember that night shift. Somewhere between 3 and 5 o'clock in the morning, you feel like they done sucked all the air out of your brain. You feel like it's just fuzzy. And you're in the, I used to call it the twilight zone. Huh? How many of you ever work night shift? Everything in you to stay awake. Then by the time 5 o'clock comes, you get a new energy. And then when you see the sun come up, even more so because you're going home. God don't go through that. But I tell you, when you're in the night season of your life, you got to allow God to do what he says he can do. In Genesis 2, 21 through 22, NIV, it says, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh, then God, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to man. Look at God doing surgery. I didn't see any anesthesia. Somebody, nobody gave him an IV. And you know that's what God does in your night season. God is able to take away the pain. He can help you endure. Why? Because God knows how to work the night shift. Amen. 
Adam was doing fine. Everything was going good. And, but some things God do, he can only develop in the dark. That's why you got to thank God for night seasons because God is doing something that you can't see. Somebody said, Lord, help me to endure and help me to go through this night season. And he woke up and there he was. No blood loss, <laughs> no oxygen. No IV, God performed. That's a major surgery. Somebody go cutting into your rib. And, and the most of all, no pain. Sometimes you may feel odd when you're going through something and you don't feel pain. You've got to thank God for the Norman effect that the one who works the night shift know how to use. Amen. We don't complain about the dark places. Sometimes we're going through, and we, we think, well, God, I'll never make it through this season. And then you go, and you see the big picture after all of it's over, and you do what the psalmist say, I never would have made it without you. What are you saying, Pastor L? I'm saying whatever your night season is now, it come to pass. How many know it didn't come to stay? God wants you to be blessed today. Don't complain about the night, the night seasons. Be able to let God develop you in the dark. Be able to let God do what he specializes in doing in the dark. God specializes in it, and we know that he's great. Acts 16, 22, I told you this uh, didn't just start night seasons in, in up with us, but in Acts 16, 22 through 26 NLT, we see a mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped, beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten. They were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape, so the jailer put them in, in the inner dungeon, clamped their feet in the stocks, Praise God. And we know what happened. The, when, uh, when they started praying around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing. They weren't complaining. <laughs> they weren't talking about how they hit them and what hurt. How many of you know? They were just singing and praying after they had been beaten. And the other prisoners were listening and suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison's foundation shook. Shook and all the doors immediately flew open, and uh, what prisoners' pr uh, chains fell off. When did that happen? Around midnight. I tell you, God works the night shift. I tell you, God works in the night season. And there, there, those chains fell off, and they were able to go free. How many of you know God can break some chains that people are placed on you and you won't know they're gone until you know you move? <laughs> Amen. So what, do you want, what does God want you to do? God wants you to move. He wants you to make the next move in your life. Ain't God a good God? And there they were. God had already worked the night shift. And one thing we can see about this, trouble don't last always. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how hard it's been. Trouble don't last always because God specializes in shifting things in the dark. Sometimes people just want to wait and let God move during the daytime so I can see. No, God said, I'm doing something in your life right now. You can't see it. 
But when, when light comes and day comes, you're going to know the shackles off your feet and you can dance. Amen. I like that song that said the atmosphere is shifting in your direction. How many of y'all know y'all watch that weather channel? And you watch and see which way the weather moving from. Is it moving from over there in, 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 in Mississippi or is it coming from Georgia? And you know sometimes it shifts in different ways. But when it comes to the blessings of God, when it's your time for the shift, you're going to have to say it's shifting in my direction. In God, a good God. So what do we do? We want to be able to be moved by God and know that he's dealing with us, praise God. He's working behind the scene, praise God. Somebody will say, how you feel? Well, you, you can't go by how you feel. You got to go by how, what's God's will. <laughs> Your will got to over, overrule the feel. Because when you're in a dark season, you may not feel like getting up. You may not feel like praying. You may not feel like being jolly. <laughs> Amen. But when you're in the will of God, you know that he can change. We need to let God change us in the night season. That's our next outline, letting God change us. You know, sometimes people will want to change us. But when you allow God to change you in the night season, you will be able to pass the test. What are you saying? I'm saying young people, older people, whatever season you're in in your life, whatever you're going through, that God will change you and he, he will change the situation as he changes you. Amen. Somebody said, praise the Lord. I, I, I'm looking uh, there in, in Genesis here in just a few minutes about a man named Jacob. And how Jacob had not lived the right kind of life. And he was dishonest. He cheated people. He cheated his brother out of his birthright. Jacob was just a scoundrel. And here in Genesis 28, 12, we pick up uh, where God is talking to him. Genesis 28, 12 through 16, NIV. He said he had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. You said, wasn't he saying, wasn't, this, wasn't, he, wasn't he wonderful before this happened? Nah, this happened to Jacob the scoundrel. God can give you a dream when even things aren't looking that good about you and with you and around you. God wants to move in your life. And, and, and there above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth. You will spread out to the west, to the east, to the north, to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. He's talking to Jacob, the deceiver. How many of you know God talks? And if God says something, he's not like us. He, he's not saying, now, now, Jacob, if you get up and you pray 20 times, and you know if I can baptize you or not. No, he said, I'm going to do this, Jacob. How many of you know God, when God speaks something in your life, you don't have to worry about what anybody else say? 
You don't have to spend time saying, but God, you, you know, he, he's there in this dream, and he tell him in 15, I'm with you. We'll watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I've done that, I have promised you. And when Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. There are some things you're not aware of when you're in the night season, and God said, God said, I'm with you in the hard places. I'm with you when things didn't feel good and you couldn't see your way out. I'm with you, Jacob, when you was a deceiver. You didn't get it all right. You didn't have it all together. And he said, Jacob, not only that, I'm with you. I know you're in a desert. How I many you know sometimes you can be in a dry place and you got to know that God can give you a word. Hallelujah. In the middle of a desert, God can spring a well. This morning, this may be a word to somebody going through something, and you feel like I'm just dry. I know, and, he, and you could have felt like Jacob, I'm, I'm awful. But let me tell you something. God said, I'm with you. What are you saying? Whatever God, dream God gave you a long time ago, the things God said he could do in your life, God still wants to do them. And he was in a desert. God was showing us that he's the God of hard places, lonely times, night, praise God, night seasons, depression, oppression. God can open up the heaven. Huh, what? He can open up the heaven for you. If he did it for Jacob, he can do it for you. God can make things happen that we can't. How many of you have had something happen in your life that you know you didn't do it yourself? The good news about Jacob and about us today is that God had not written off Jacob. People will write you off, but God had not written off Jacob. Jacob. Don't give up on God and he won't give up on you. I don't care what mistakes. I don't care what attitudes you might have had. I don't care. I don't care how wrong you could have been. You can ask God to forgive you and he can take and make something beautiful out of your life. What happened to Jacob? He changed during that night season. Because Jacob could have kept on being what he was. God will change you from glory to glory. Psalms 112 and, the, and verse 4, TLB say, When darkness overtakes him, light will come bursting in. He's kind and merciful. In the NIV, he said, even in darkness, this same verse, he said, even in darkness, light down for the upright, for those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous. Even when it's dark, God says, I'll, I'll, I'll let the light come on. I don't know about you, may not be anyone in this audience, but someone who hears this may need to know that God can turn the light on in your night season. Amen. God does not make waste. Put it this way. God does not waste anything we go through. Anything you've gone through, going through, or even got to go through, there's no waste of time for God. And that's why God wants us to know and learn during our night seasons. He wants us to know that it comes to pass. He wants to know that you don't have to live bitter and upset and guilty because God specializes in all that's impossible. 
I have a beautiful picture here, and you, you, you can look at it as I tell this story, and I didn't make this one up. You know how, you know how sometimes preachers act like they come up with all this stuff. Well, I read it somewhere, okay? Amen. But it's the story of a caterpillar and how everything was going great in his life. Everything was just rolling along, and you've seen caterpillars. And I know I've been guilty when I was young and just kind of stepped on one. Help me, Lord, have mercy. But <laughs> I didn't know any better, and you, you didn't either. You just knew you didn't like bugs and worms. So I'll forgive you. God forgave us, and we'll move on with the story. And the caterpillar had it great, and uh, deep down, though, he knew that he was not supposed to crawl his whole life. Some of us are like that caterpillar. Deep down on the inside of you, you know that God created you for greatness. And he thought, now, uh, you know, he know, just like you know, you have more in you. I don't care how long this night season has been in your life. I don't care how bad it may feel or how down you might have been or what this Christmas may make you feel like. You better be knowing this at an early time. That's why I like preventive medicine. This already. You go ahead and play it before Christmas for two or three days, and you know that I have something more in me. God lets us know there's more that I require of you. I had to tell myself, Ella, there's more that God requires of you. I know you've done your little, little uh, uh, secular job in 44 years and retired, but you haven't retired in God. He said, there's more that I require of you. How many got that? Praise God. And he said to himself, that little caterpillar, yes, that's right. Look in the mirror, he said. He looked there, and the devil, and you know the devil, he'll come any time. That caterpillar looked in that mirror, and all he saw, he's, I'm just a glorified worm. <laughs> some of you have gone through some things, and that's, you may not say it out loud, and you think you're just a glorified worm. And, and, and then, you know, he said, I said it's just impossible that, that I could be born. But the caterpillar began to spin a cocoon. You look on this picture, we saw a crawling uh, caterpillar. Then he's hanging on this cocoon on a branch. It's dark. He can't move. He can't, he can't get away from anything. He's just inside. And he, if things got so tight, he said, let me go back to being what I was. Sometimes people start their journey for God, start off right, learn the right things, and they hear and they know what God says is true. And they say, let me go back to being a worm when things get tight. And there he is hanging on the bush, and, and there he is not liking where he is. There he is feeling uncomfortable. There it is, dark and lonely. And then transformation is taking place. That's how it is in your life. You feel, you feel just attached to this world that you don't know what's going to come. You know that, 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 is, that they said that you could be better and you could do better. And then what happens? He began to feel some wings. <laughs> Somebody feel some wings. Strength came to him. Strength came to him and he crawled out of that cocoon. And guess what happened with this caterpillar? He was a butterfly. There's a butterfly in you. 
spiritually. There are some brother flying you, praise God, in the natural. There are things God want to do in your life. Job had this story, praise God, as far as a night season. I'm not going to go through all of Job's story. You know the story. Job lost all he had, but he got it back. Amen. Moses had a story, and he had some night seasons. But guess what? Moses came through and became a deliverer of the people. Praise God. What am I saying? You're going through. We don't like the night season. We don't want it. Praise God. Sometimes change is coming too slow, but change had to come with the caterpillar, and change will come to you. I thank, I thank God for David writing this scripture. It means a lot to me because change did come. It took time, but change came. What did David do? He showed God that he had character. He said, Lord, I'm going to live these 15 years, and I'm going to show you I have character and integrity. And what did he do? He took Saul's kingdom and gave it to David. How many know God will bring you out? I said, God will bring you out of your night seasons. Something can develop in the night. I don't care how it is right now. You can't even see your way. You don't even know what you're going to do today, let alone tomorrow. But God said, if you can hang through this night season and let me write the night shift, he said, look, I can control the fire. You said, but Lord, it's heat. God said, I control the thermostat of your life, and no matter how hot it's been, I can change the temperature. He said, just a night season. Look at your neighbor and say, it's just a night season. It's not a lifetime. <laughs> That's revelation knowledge right there, that this is just a night season. Whatever you're going through, and it is hard. And it can, and ain't nobody, I didn't say it wasn't hard. I say it's hard. It's a night season, and you can't see how God's working this thing and what's working in you. But God said, it's a night season, and, but it's not a lifetime. Why? Because God works the night shift. Aren't you glad God worked the night shift? Aren't you glad that God is a God of all seasons? Now, we could take this thing and talk about what the spring, summer, fall. But I tell you what, you get through this night season, then we can get to those other seasons. Amen? Isn't he a good God? Praise God. Go ahead and give your stand up a minute. Pastor.